Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. It is stormy, rainy, windy out there and supposed to get colder and worse as the day goes on. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. Regular special guest dude, native son of Columbia, favorite son, 77 graduate Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. Good morning. Good morning. And regular special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. Good morning, friends. Good to be here. All right. Let's see. Ron, you are writing about this week, Fanny Willis. I ain't saying oh, she's funny. a vote rigger, but she ain't messing with no broke figures. <laughs> yeah. To quote the song. She's not. Mm. I think, uh, you know, this has been indicative of what people in Atlanta know of the adult Fulton County DA's office is kind of uneven, unfair, and a mess. And and the the notion that you hire somebody, pay him seven hundred thousand dollars, who's not even tried a you know felony case or racketeering case like uh, Wade, he's like a nice guy and everything, but this it just it just smacks of corruption and dishonesty. And say that the relationship started after she hired him is just you know it's just maligned by the by the facts. I mean, it started two thousand nineteen, not two thousand twenty three. And it's pretty clear about that. So I don't know. It just undermines the credibility, not only that case in Fulton County, but any future cases in Fulton County when you have a DA who's in charge of the whole department lying under oath. So they 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 did the phone thing, right? The phone dings because they had said they had only been together so long. Well, they yeah, now, their full but, of but now phone, big, right? now yeah. Big Fanny says that that's the, that that's not accurate. They don't work. <laughs> That doesn't work. Uh-huh. That's right. So even though she's it, it used, pings, the, yep. Even though she's used the same evidence in prosecutions yes. in her office. Yeah, that it pinged at her house where he said he had never been so many times. One other thing I thought was interesting. They said he interviewed, I don't know, forty-seven witnesses or something, and he didn't take one note. He has not one note from any of the people that he interviewed. Uh huh. And That's then just, she paid him back in cash. Well, and, and now one of the associates of the prosecutor has uh, amnesia, or he's claiming he has amnesia, and he can't remember anything. So there you go. That actually happened yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, has amnesia. I heard about now, Bradley. Got so, amnesia. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't it doesn't smell good. It's not good for anybody really. And uh, you know you gotta have you gotta have a you know Delk, you were down there. You can't you can't have a bad a bad dishonest DA. That it's just it's just it undermines every case you have in the future. So the guy that well, we they need called... to shut the whole court system down in America. If that's the case, the judge will determine whether she'll stay on the case or not. Well, Not you all. Well, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. The judge is listening to the evidence, and the judge will make the the decision. The Jim, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to say this, and I and I mean this with all honesty. Me as a white woman, if I had shown my ass like Fannie Willis did in court that day, I would have been under the jail. They put up with I don't know what from this woman showing herself. 
unprofessional all day. If it had been me, I would have been under the jail. If it had been anybody else, we would have been under the jail. So I want to know why she's getting special treatment. Why is she getting special treatment? Why is she getting special treatment? Why is she getting special treatment? Because they're looking into a personal life. Have they looked into everybody's personal life? That's what Jim, the that's what the stripper the, that's what the stripper Dale and Trump <laughs> when they're spending personal life the stripper uh, Stormy yeah. Daniels that not a personal life yeah, yeah Ron that microphone of yours is not quite it's uh, not dialed in not dialed in maybe turn it back a little bit who's that but you're right you're right Ron you know but she's the one that says she would never ever um, she would never. Uh, hire somebody she was dating, which I think she said that because she was planning on doing that in the first place. I mean, who says that when they're running for office? I mean, it's just a it, it's just a funny, funny well, thing. Her, when, well, you when, said a lot of things when you were running for I office. Have read, I have, and I meant I didn't say I wasn't going to. Well, I've said a lot of things when I've run for office, and I've meant every one of them. So, but. Yeah, I have. When when you're using, yeah, when you're using uh, taxpayer money to take your boyfriend on lavish vacations, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's when your personal life becomes relevant. The judge will determine that, not you, Del. The judge will determine that. He's listening to all the evidence. He'll make that determination. You know, I think it's a legitimate topic for public discourse, and it is. We should be deciding it in public. The uh, uh, and it's. You know, as Ron writes, the media tried to cover up Fannie's disastrous testimony. This is what really galls people. The New York Times gushed about her pink dress. It turned out she had it on backwards. Yep. It might become the second most famous dress in history uh, uh, behind mm-hmm. Monica Lewinsky's. Maybe her dress was on backwards after a nude meeting where she and Wade examined briefs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I kept wondering why the zipper was in front, but anyway... I, well, I, it's not as bad as you all trying to elect a, a criminal and a woman molester. That's all you got. Of these United that's all you States. Got. That's all you got. Well, he's on trial. That's for all you did got. you know he's gone hey, through three I, FBI probes? Daniels right he, now. He that has, trial is he going has gone through three FBI probes while he was president. No charges. He's gone through all of, all their taxes for res- no charges ever. And if he weren't running for president right now, Jim, there would not be one case against Donald Trump. This is to keep him off the ballot. This is election interference. The man has committed Crimes. No, Crimes. they are. I thought the judge to the court. I thought the judge. It was up to the judge to decide, Mister hey, York. That's why he's being indicted. Hip- he's committed some crimes, and the jury. Oh, okay, the so when it's black liberals, right. the judge decides. And, right, and uh, and, right. and when it's old, a, when it's never a crime, well, he's already right, been guilty. Yeah, no, already been found no. guilty of fraud. When it's black liberals, the judge decides according to you, and when it's white. Conservative fraud then, case. He's then you find him found guilty. guilty. Jim, why did yeah. they not bring? Why did they not exercise this fraud case at any time in his career? Most of these loans were twenty years ago or longer. Why did the, the government not charge him back then? Because there wasn't a crime. This is the first because, time this. Has and ever and been why used. aren't Democrats who he gave money to giving their money back that That's he right. can't that he gave to their campaign? That's I mean, right. if he's such a terrible guy, give the money back. Mm-hmm. But nobody had a problem with it then until he became. Mm-hmm. President. That's, right. That's a fact. That's right. That is a fact. He's a Democrat then. I know. Exactly. Well, most of this world was at some point until they all lost their minds. So this just takes a while, doesn't it? It just it does take a while. 
Mm. Yeah, every every prosecutor the, the same thing. Um, the blue cities, dominant blue cities, no. uh, that they're going after him for. It's the Trump lottery. The DNC said sick him, and they're they're going after him for old trials. And the one in New York with this uh, Carol woman. The, the state legislature went back and changed the statute of limitations so they could get him for this thing. And then change it back. I mean, after. Just, yeah, then they changed it back. Out. Right. Right. Y'all keep supporting the crooks. Send him some money. He needs some money. He even sends me emails. He's not getting a damn dime out of me. <laughs> Before it's keep all sending over, your, Jim, keep you'll be sending Trump's it, biggest keep fan. Keep sending him your, your welfare check money and all that stuff. You know what, Mr. York? You can't, what, what you can't do, I mean, you, you holler that he's committed crimes and assaulted women and all this stuff. You've yet to mention any one uh, thing that he did as president that, that, he, that you found uh, not— January 6th. Uh, no, I'm talking about a policy— Executive Uh-oh. order, legislation he supported. You you can't name a you can't name a one that you opposed. No, no. I, I can name a whole bunch of policies that I don't like. The tariffs that he placed on China in terms of why, trade. Why, why would trying, you? Why would trying you to renegotiate to that, that the 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 Canada and Mexico trade act, which he was fantastic. Anything. Yes, that passed, uh, and the, that the is the big current. lie about he saved HBCUs. He did nothing to save HBCUs. He gave uh, more. Fu- he gave more funding to HBCUs yes. than any president he in history. He didn't do anything about and the, HBCUs. And the he didn't, he he didn't extend it. He didn't he give them more funding than any president in history. And not. it is current he law between okay. Canada and, and Mexico. That is current law, what he renegotiated. That is current law. The yeah, Biden the, has it touched. Biden has kept it. Oh, absolutely, because it's a fantastic trade agreement, much better it's than not NAFTA. A fantastic trade agreement. Well, then it's why has Biden not cha- Why does Biden not trade? Parts of it being changed How do you pro-union and, and wide open China imports? Yeah, that's right. Or, or this, all Who's this cheap union. Trump's not pro union. We're talking about you, Jim. You're pro union, but you think there should be no tariffs on Chinese goods in here. So, pro union people, you're, you're, you're talking about both sides of your mouth. The tariffs are affect the consumer, Ron, and you ought to know that. It doesn't affect the hey, sellers. So, so do the unions. So it, the unions. It affects they, they, the American the unions are good for America. We would not have the standard yeah, of living logic, if it wasn't well, for unions. Then why do you, you want all the union jobs right. to go to Predatory capitalists would rule this country if we didn't have unions. You know what, Jim? Trump is going to get every uh, union vote on the ground. Every UAW person that I have represented over the last seven years is a union rep except three. They're, they're, they're union Trump and they're rented, Trump. They are Trump supporters. They are Trump supporters. Trump rented that, building, and, that and, company that was not union. Listen, and had the Teamsters Union has not endorsed in Michigan. It, I have told my friends at the union that are top level union guys out of Detroit, or even here. I said, you are not representing your base and your people on the ground because the union workers are pro-Trump and most of them vote Republican because of their taxes and their guns. And you all are misleading them, taking their money, and not representing them well. The Teamsters have made sure that they're not endorsing anybody right yet because the Teamsters are going to come down on the side of Trump. Do not count the union vote for anybody other than Trump right now. When I was in the union, unions protected the workers. Unions raise salaries. We, well, then, people would be working for nothing in this country if it was left up to predatory capitalists. How does, how does lowering the tra- tariff and sending their jobs to China help unions? That's right. right. That's commerce, Delk. That's international commerce. Oh, okay. it, oh. It's necessary. Okay. Well, Trump buys all his stuff from China. 
Ron, I know you and I's Volkswagen plant here in Chattanooga. I, I kind of see that happening. That uh, there's a, there's a good CBS Sunday morning, which actually does a pretty good job. It's liberal, but it does a pretty good job. Jane Pauley, they had a piece on him, and he's a pretty he's the first actually elected UAW president. In the past, has been this cabal of kind of corrupt people running it, which is probably good for the UAW. They finally are electing their own person, right. and he's good. And he's 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 good. Right, uh, Ron. You, I know you got a new microphone. Is, can you adjust the gain downward? We're, we're, we're going to work on it during the first break. I'm gonna, too loud. Yeah, it's coming in a little, little hot. It's coming hot. in hot. Yeah. Uh, we'll work on it over break. Yeah. All right. Sounds like you get a what little. You mean too there. too loud? There's you ought to have something called the gain. You turn the gain down. Mm. All right, we're gonna work on halftime. I'm a, I'm a low tech redneck. Okay, <laughs> awesome. we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, it's like the what? the Democrats are not consistent with any of their prior past beliefs. But right now, you're letting illegal immigrants come across the border. And Jim, you're endorsing that. Stop saying illegal. They These are illegal. Are applying for asylum. They are illegal. They are illegal. If they're standing they in Ill- line getting processed, they are not illegal. They are legal based on international and laws of immigration. Oh, Lord. You can't even call them illegal. No, nope. That's good. That's our special Odell 60 Minutes piece. Nope. They call the, the homeless, the unhoused. If you sign up for Social Security, do they call you illegal? Social Security recipient? Huh? They are giving what? those proceeds. I meant they're giving them health care in California. I think there's seven states that are giving illegals uh, health care right now. I think there's seven well, states. you know, you can't let people just stay on the on the street and die. I guess well, that's Well, we let our prefer. American public do that. So what's oh, the difference? Veterans. That's right. That's by choice. And it, it, no. we need health care facilities. If Reagan wouldn't have closed all the mental facilities in this country, they wouldn't so, be on the street. They'd be so in the, the guy who facility. shot the girl, the guy that killed the girl at UGA, who's a couple of crimes in, into it in New York, he's, he's, he's not illegal. That's on Jim's hands. I don't know if he's illegal or he not. He is illegal. Uh, we, we need to talk he's about that when we come back. Yeah. You know, applying for asylum is not, a, be, it's not applying for American citizenship. That may be his really It's not even applying for a green card. You're an illegal applying for asylum. You're illegal. Well, everybody in this country is really illegal. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three on this rainy, rainy Wednesday. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> and uh, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. Test the microphone. I want to be like Mr. York. Have me a big fancy microphone. Mm. Yeah, he's got to call us much. Just got to know what you're doing. Clayton, I still think his exactly. gain's a little high. Uh, yeah, Ron, there may be a knob on the uh, front of that microphone or in turn the it back. Down. Is yeah, it too loud? Yeah, just turn it to the left just a hair. It's distorting there a little you got bit. It. Is that better? Maybe no. a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just put a muzzle on it. Just put a muzzle on the whole show. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you need you like I knew that. you'd say that, Jim. You need to turn that thing maybe all the way down. Uh, all the way down? Really loud? Wow. Okay. Oh, that is better. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or so we can hear we'll keep you. it right there. Back yeah. off from it a little bit. Yeah, you're you're, you're leaning more, right into uh, it. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Okay, maybe that. I don't there know. you go. No, no, there <laughs> you go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Debbie Matthews. Yeah, good morning, good everybody. Special guest, dude. Good morning. I blew in on this windy Wednesday, man. Boy. I've never seen it. makes me listen to all your commercials in between breaks. Hey, I need the tree guy. I need this guy. I need this guy when things like this are happening. So, yep. There we go. All right. There's there are two or three things out there we need to talk about, but we do need to talk about this. Um, I guess people commonly call it the school voucher bill. And I heard on Tom Price's news this morning that it uh, has passed the first committee in the House 36 hours after it was dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's Scott's Education Committee or if that's another committee. And I'm assuming that that's not the only committee which will have to pass this bill before it can go to the House floor. I do have a copy of the bill that Scott uh, emailed or texted to me. Uh, it's 38, 39 pages long. It's about as clear as mud, uh, as most of these bills are, and uh, but what I, are those bills called? Are they called? Is it called comp bills, where they drop them the night before, where nobody has time to read them, and there's no public input on them, and then they're pushed through committee? Is that the name? I think that's the name of the bill. I'm I think not that's not correct. Familiar with that, Debbie? Yeah, I think but, it's called a comp bill. I think. Uh, and again, I'm highly skeptical of this whole concept. But it, actually, it's a, it's a, it's almost four different bills in one. Best I can read it. First of all, it does provide for education scholarships, 
Now, that's what we commonly refer to as vouchers, but the bill calls them education scholarships. They will provide a certain amount of money. The bill doesn't specify how much, uh, but if they will provide a certain amount of money. My understanding is that's $7,000 maybe for uh, a family or parents or a parent to send their child to a private school. Uh, they're called Education Freedom Scholarships. Uh, the second portion of the bill, as far as I can tell, uh, provides for state health insurance for um, county for teachers, uh, public school teachers. Uh, public school teachers are employees of the county, and as such, the county has to provide their health insurance. This is uh, this is a, a plan by which uh, teachers can get state health insurance with uh, the state paying, I think, 60% of it, and then the county would uh, pick up some, and then the teacher would have some that she would have, he or she would have deducted from her paycheck. This, this to me, sounds like a good idea. It relieves a little bit of pressure off the county on expenses. You yeah, know. and provides a good, a very good health care plan for our teachers, uh, our public school teachers. So... Uh, that sounds like a good one to me. Anyway, uh, it's going to reform the uh, the number three. Uh, it, there's a section in there to reform the achieve what we call achievement testing in public schools. Uh, right. To, I think it eliminates some tests, tries to simplify and standardize, just try to make what a uh, an attempt to, to make what's been a, a very troubling process there have been a lot of complaints about too many tests the form of the test uh the whole nine yards so it would it it would provide reform to the achievement test process the number of tests the tests given etc and so forth and by all accounts that's that's um that's very much needed right Uh, i agree with that part and then four reforms to public school teacher evaluations uh I read through it. I, you know, there are a lot of details to it. Uh, to me, it looks like it makes the the public school teacher evaluations uh, uh, a more transparent and a fair process. But uh, I'll be interested in feedback on that as to what folks think, teachers or not teachers, as to whether or not these reforms do actually improve the evaluation process for public school teachers. Mr. York, that's that's the four things that at least I can dig out of this 39 pages. I, I asked Scott, I sent him a text. He's been very busy. I sent him a text. I said, does it require these achievement tests? Uh, and they're not called achievement tests anymore. The bill calls them. TCAP. Uh, no, they're not, they're not going to be called TCAP anymore. The bill changes the name of them. Uh, yeah, just it's the same thing with a different name. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, standard public school testing or something. It doesn't. My thing is about about the vouchers, starting off with the vouchers. If we don't have the same standards for private schools when we're providing public funds, taxpayer dollars that we have for public schools, that that's that's a killer right there. That's dead in the water for me, Uh, because you you can't when you send those kids to private schools. The, the scholarship is not the only fees that parents are going to have to cough up. There's additional monies that private schools are requesting from parents, and that, that has nothing to do with the scholarship. 
It supports the school. And almost every private school has programs. They have campaigns where parents have to cough up money to support that particular school. Well, so that that creates an additional financial burden on on parents, even though they got the seven thousand dollars. That's going to require them to 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 cough up some more money. So it's not Mm. just a free giveaway. They may spend as much as the scholarship money per child in those private schools. You know, to your point, though, okay, it's hard for me to flip through this 39-page bill, and it's not indexed or there's no table contents here. Uh, But to your point, though, the tuition is not the only thing for which the uh, education scholarship will pay. Uh, it It will pay for tuition, fees, and uniforms at the private school, textbook, curricula and instructional materials, tutoring services, fees for transportation to and from the private school in which the recipient is enrolled, uh, computer hardware, technical services, and other technology fees that meet the requirements established by the department. Um, I have a question. Why don't they just fund the whole private school then? If they're paying all those fees... They're funding the whole private school. So what well, are they doing for the public school? Well, would, Tuition would, fees and instructional materials for summer programs, uh, fees for post-secondary opportunity courses, uh, interest exams. What they're trying to do is destroy the public schools and, and, and put them all in privatization. Well, I want to. I want to know if I. If I. Well, I don't know about that. No, there's no evidence of that anywhere. If I. Yeah, there is. So if I had a. Exactly wrong again, Mister York. Look at U.S. News and World Report. I'll send it to you. I know you don't like facts or anything, but (laughs) there's 20 points higher on test scores, standardized test scores. The the private schools do better than public across the country. That's that's not an accurate statement, Ron. I don't care okay, what, yeah, what article, what article, opinion, what article of opinion you wrote. That's not. There's no research based on that statement that well, says right private here, schools. Mr. You want to see it? Yeah. The advanced study of teaching and learning at the University of Virginia did multiple studies of private schools versus public schools. I'll send it to you. U.S. News and World Report. You don't want facts. I know you don't want facts. So how many schools? Like, how many? No, I want facts. How many schools did they they poll? How many? How it'll many schools the, did they look at? It'll be in the survey at? here. It'll be in the survey uh, of all the they did, did the public versus private schools. It's twenty points higher on standard uh, testing for pr- private schools over public. I think we all know that you know that that's the case. I well, mean, I think well, there's a lot of test I, scores. Are they testing special needs kids too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and what you see that, I'll send if you say private school, I'll send it right to you. You private school. You have to look at what is the content of the results. If they're testing all students like public schools test, then that might be credible. If they're not, that's not a good. That's not good research. Well, again, well, I'm. Talk to them. Well, when, I, when I have he, a question. Well, hang, hang on a minute. There are a couple of outstanding things that ought to be a part of this conversation. First of all, um, in terms of Mr. York's point. Uh, it's under this bill, and again, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I think I'm a no. I'm, I'm against this thing. So, just yeah, so I, you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm also trying to present what, well, sure, it, what it might right. do. What 
you know, the things that people might support. Well, we're know. all trying to get to a solution because what we're doing right now is not working. But well, well. So to Miss York's point, though, this doesn't. This bill doesn't say private schools are better or uh, public schools are better. What it does is it gives parents a choice uh, between private and public. And it's up to them to determine what's best for their child. And I think that's a good old American value. Okay. Uh, the other thing I asked Scott specifically, that the one question I've been able to get through is, is uh, does it require the private schools to do the achievement testing? And his answer was no. Uh, <laughs> but then I heard Tom Price's news this morning, and I think I'm pretty sure I, he was doing a story about this, how he passed out a committee in the house and it said that uh in order to get the scholarships you've got to take certain tests the student has to take certain tests so i'm confused about that and the bill is very difficult to i've I've read through it twice and it's really hard for me to determine whether uh achievement testing or some kind of testing will be required of the students who enroll in private schools with the education scholarships uh Second. Once that money hits the private school, Dell, it it's the private school. They don't have any allegiance to public uh, criteria, and public schools have all types of regulations that they have to. That's what they're trying to get away from. Well, this year. that's the whole point of the private school. No, that's schools. not get the point. Yeah, but the minute they take DC, the minute they your, take the money, point, they're going to have to take all these strings attached. Yeah, that's to the your problem. to your point, Mister York, this is the part I don't like. Forty nine six thirty five zero eight TCA promulgation of rules. That's right. The department shall promulgate rules. That's the Department of Education of uh-huh. Tennessee. Right. Shall promulgate rules, including emergency rules, to effectuate this part. Uh, you know that that's the part that scares me. And and right. I, but to counterpoint to you, yeah, I mean, this clearly contemplates that the that uh, the Department of Education can impose rules upon these private schools as a condition of uh, getting scholarship monies for these students. And it does provide that the money, if I understand it correctly again, it does provide that the money is paid directly to the school, not to the parents. Right. Uh, Now, I have a question. Yeah. So if I have a current CA student, and I've been paying for years, and this 7000 covers my computer stuff for my kid and my uniforms and all of those fees, I then can apply for it because my tax scholars have gone to the public school. I can, I can, all the private school people can apply for these at some point to get these scholarships for all their kids, right? Everybody gets 7000 That needs base. Uh, well, no, I don't know about that. In it's the, a choice. In the, it, it ramps up in the first year. It's to people who are, you know, I think 400% of the pro- right. poverty level, that kind of thing. Uh, but then it does ramp up right. to to universal. But right. it, there's but, all sorts of language in here about, uh, you know, as, as the legislature may appropriate funds. So it, it clearly contemplates that the legislature may or may not fund, uh, you know, 100% coverage. For everybody, every year they may not. They may, they may say, you know, we just want people 400 percent of the poverty line or lower, and that's all we're going to appropriate funds for. It clearly contemplates that the legislature will set aside an amount every year, I guess, consistent with the budget, what's available, whatever. So to say it's going to be universal, yeah, okay. But Del, it, it couches to try to help people who are are. are 
not economically advantaged. And that's wrong because it's going to require even more monies to send your kid to a private school. Well, it's not not fair because everybody pays. Everybody pays taxes for school. It's time to take a break, Mr. York. I'm not sure I understood what you said. Let's take it up on the other side. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. It's February and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Debbie Matthews with the Nashville Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs, and I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. 
If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls for the time. Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. We've got we've had some questions coming in, and, and but Miss York, you had a comment or a question as we were going out on this uh, education voucher scholarship thing. Uh, or yeah, I was saying that the fact that you get voucher money, and there's other additional expenses that go to support the school, and, and almost every time this thing has been couched for people with. Uh, low incomes and if they don't have the income as it is where are they going to get the extra money just because they get seven thousand dollars they still there's still additional monies that need to be paid to every private school most of schools mr york most of these schools have scholarships they have a pretty big endowment they have scholarships for such kids especially if they play athletics is the way it turns how did, out how do they get the endowment people donate money from right? alumni from yep. alumni and the alumni not are the parents not for your precious government from the parents. Well, I guess. I, I don't know. It's not parents. So you, you'll get what happens. Usually with donors, like Ted Turner gave Macaulay, like, I don't know, $25 million. He's an alumni. He's not a parent. I had, I had a friend of mine check at BGA and see how much parents are required to pay in addition to tuition. Well, I, I've answered well, this previously that, 
you know, I read the whole list of things beyond tuition, which the funds can be used for. Um, so I, I'm not. What, what's the question? So I, I'm not sure what the answer to your question is, Mr. York, other than. I would choose making yes. up the differential between the seven thousand and the fifteen thousand or twenty thousand that schools cost is what he's saying. Well, yeah, I, yeah that, that it's going to cost more than uh, probably than the than the seven thousand dollars, which can I, I've already read that whole list of things. It's really almost in anything related to education. It can be used to pay for books, summer school, tutors, the whole nine yards. Right. But uh, but I guess you know what you're pointing out is though that. It's probably not whatever it is. It's probably not going to cover all the expense of sending that child to private school, and the the uh, the parents are going to have to come up with the money, or perhaps obtain a scholarship from the school for the rest of it. Um, and, not, and schools going to drain their endowments, as Ron mentioned. If they keep, you know, a parent they they uh, select enough parents they can't afford, so you wind up with a bad system that well, excludes enough people who are not economically advantaged, and you have those elite schools. So that's what well, the, that's what the that is trying to do. Yeah. And he's trying to put, put all that money into Christian private schools. That's his intent. Well, well I mean, well, every I think that a Christian right? private CCA's, school. The uh, Church of Christ. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody has an agenda. There's Catholic schools that push right. the Catholic well, religion. I mean, it's just, it's just you, get, you know that going in. But that's where these private schools, if they take this money, then they're going to have some strains that they're not going to agree with from the federal government. That is a complete. Yeah, that's a violation state, of separating the state. Uh, dealt yeah, the state the federal. Yeah, the state government, Debbie. It's uh, still a violation of separating the state. better than federal. Well, it's no, you've got federal separating well, church and okay. state. So, okay, so they're staying state strings and not federal strings. All right, Tennessee, Clay, we, state of Tennessee strings, yeah, which I mean, were probably aren't great, but they're probably better than certainly better than the NEA and the and the federal. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, strings that they put on it. Yeah, Canada gives three. You know, Canada gives money to Ukraine recently to go after uh, mines, landmines in Ukraine, and they said it had to be uh, transgender affirming money was right. their only string to it. I and mean, what, what are you? Right. This type of strings on things. That's what we're. You know, it's just nuts. Gender affirming. Mm-hmm. Landmine removal? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, well, that's, this, this is what government well, does. Well, that, that brings on a whole new discussion. It, yeah, if the landmine goes off, you're definitely going to be gender affirmed if it removes yeah, parts of right. it. Yeah, but, you know, okay, we're all, we're, but we're, look, we're going through some pros and cons on this voucher thing. And, and again, I there there definitely are pros and cons. Uh, Clayton, you, got, you said we got some questions? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we had one question about how will this uh, be taxed? Is it like earned income? You know, that's a there is a provision in here which says that it is not ta- that it's not taxable. You know, but the, in terms of federal income tax, the General Assembly has no control over that. Uh, the IRS and federal courts and federal yeah. law control that but this bill says it goes directly to the school so it wouldn't hit the parents pocketbook to be taxed correct? Um, it not. yeah right. i would think right. that would be a no right there's, there's a voucher to the schools that right. if you do this in the public so the same way if you say for example your public school costs thirteen thousand a year and they pay your public school they don't w2 year or 1099 right. year for that right so okay. we put all well, this money into those private schools and they don't pay any tax on it right well there are non- well, the they're non-profits. they don't pay any tax on it 
they a private entity look like they should be taxed. Well, they're they're nonprofit tax exempt organizations. All <laughs> the profit the schools, but are. they using taxpayer dollars. So are public schools. We're going to tax the public schools. Tax the public schools are part of the government. Yeah, I okay. mean, this is so a you federal. You don't tax yourself; you just tax others. I this is a federal income tax question. I, yeah, the money's paid directly to the school, so I, I assume the answer to that question is out there in other states who, who have already adopted uh, charter time. I mean, uh, vouchers, and, and that's been litigated. But I, I, whole I thing, think Rossi, why don't we I, just I, fix the public schools? It, the, the public schools aren't unfixable, but Tennessee has never fully funded the educational program in this state, and they always expect teachers to do miracles with nothing. Everything is costing money, more money, and they want to go to another system now of taking money out the private school. They say, okay, we're going to do well for public schools, then all of a sudden, here the governor comes with this voucher program to take money out of the private school. So where are you improving no, zero sum game, though. The, the kid that The kid that would have been at public school is not private. So instead of paying 12 to the public, you're paying 7 to the private. So you're, it's not a zero. That's not how the math works, Mr. York. We're not spending $12,000 for public school students. Yeah, I'm telling well, you. I nationwide, it's like 10 to 12, yeah. I understand. I'm nationwide, sure that's why less. I'm saying Tennessee underfunds public education all the time. Well, I well, think this well, is relative, so I don't think money think fixes Tennessee's the problem. Are probably average nationwide. Money doesn't fix the problem with education. It doesn't fix highly it. qualified people to teach students. Does that is one thing, but the ama- massive amount of money that goes into public schools goes to bureaucrats in DC. That's the first thing. And the reason, the reason, right? The le- the reason that Ron's article is important is that kids that are currently in private school, they more than likely have educated parents first that got them to private school. They probably have two parents families at the home there's a lot of things regarding that number in private school that make a difference in education so until you can solve that in public schools public schools are not going to get any better because you've got broken families kids coming to school hungry kids not being able i mean this is not it's just not fixable or winnable and it's not shouldn't hamstrung to to discipline kids everything also you got a lot, you got, and AP helps a lot. Though. If you want, if you want right private now, school kids in the public school, right. AP helps an awful right. lot. M- right. Murray County gets sixty three hundred dollars from the state per student. Well, sixty three hundred dollars, and the huh. county pays. And we brag about our surplus. We won't even fund public education. We brag about the surplus in Tennessee. I think they're fine. They're probably fine. They could do more, of course, always. County could put more in. What's, uh, Clayton, what's uh, 6300 from the state? How much from the county and city? Uh, that's what I uh, – city, I don't believe. The city doesn't fund they, anything. The city doesn't pay a dime. They don't, yeah. they don't get a story on that I'm, Well, I'm, I'm a city on... person paying county taxes, so I'm paying two buckets of, of fees. I'm already paying Everybody, for my public you, schools through my county at, taxes. Uh, if you look at the that's county the budget, the Clayton, for education and divide it by the number of students, that'll, get, that'll be your number. So where the budget for the county for education it, it's, is? Uh, it's, uh, I'm just being told uh, it's somewhere around $3,500. So it's yeah. So 9,800, right? Yeah, right around 10. But right now, we've got about 40 students a week showing up at Whitthorn. Uh, this was another thing that I had heard. So, 
and a pretty reliable source. There's 40 kids not speaking English coming to Whitthorn every week yeah. that are illegal. You're going to know well, all right, but, all right. But, but, but that's a tangent. New York who, who take 10 grand from your state and county. Illegals come across the border. A lot of kids. That's right. A lot of kids. Well, they don't they know if they're illegal. That's an extra. No, they don't speak English. Because the dual uh, language. All right. The dual right. language is more expensive. You yeah. don't know if they're illegals. They it's a stress on okay. the system, Jim. On immigration. Oh, wait, wait, come on. We've already had this conversation. Without a passport. We have already had, you know, we we say they're illegal. You say they're not, Mr. York. I, I know where your law degree comes from. But, yep. The, yep. Yep. Or the, MSNBC. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and, uh, and we, that's a tangent. What we're talking about is funding of schools. Yeah. And, Mr. York, I, I'm sorry that, you know, we have heard for years that more all we need is more money and everything will be fine. And at times, the, the public schools have been given more money, and it just doesn't work. Uh, and it, doesn't, it hadn't worked in other parts of the country. It hadn't worked in Tennessee. Uh, more money by itself just doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. And, but, Dale, uh, when you say you give them more money, that's a local thing. We've we've given them a 2% raise. We've given them a 1%. What well, does it take to really get the job of educating students in Murray County? You know, it starts in the home, Jim. Look at. It, it starts in the public is just not going to How many support. kids in the classroom in, in Murray County? 25, 30, 30 in the classroom? Probably the close the to 30, Jim. Probably. The, the public so is just three. Uh, uh, let's do the simple math. There's 300,000 bucks per classroom. Coming from the state, they're paying the teacher fifty. Where's the two fifty go? Here's the deal, Ron. Everybody looks at the numbers. Don't believe the the number of students and divide them by the teachers, and that's how many teachers are supposed to be in the school system. That's dumb math. We need to educate kids based on their needs. Too much top-heavy, too much regulation. Just do the math. 10,000 students. That's a regulation, anti-regulation. I just want to know if these illegal kids are going to jump in front of poor kids in the United States to get these vouchers. Teacher, where's the other 250 go? You don't know if the kids are illegal or legal. You just know that they are immigrants. But they're going to be poor, and they're going to have a shot at these scholarships before even our poor kids here. And it's diluting because the amount of... People come in every day. Debbie, come on, just slow down. The bill provides they have to be U.S. citizens to get the scholarships. I think that's probably unconstitutional, but we'll find out. Okay, I hope so. Well, that means the, I mean, you can't restrict it to citizens. I think, I think the illegals are constitutionally uh, 